Hey everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Terror, Season 1, Episode 9. It is called The Sea, The Sea, The Open Sea. And those are all with the letter C, not the uh, the word C. So, uh, full spoilers for the episode, as always. And, um, yeah, I, I, this show keeps finding a way to get bleaker and bleaker. And just yeah. a little bit bleaker as, as we go. No, it's true. I mean, it makes sense. The situation's getting worse and worse as they go on. Running <laughs> out of food, running out of people. Yes, although Blank is a bit of a legend for how he decides to go out, ultimately. He wants to use... Because they, they realise the, the the monsters follow him because they're, they're, they're marching south. They're, they're on foot. They're moving uh, both the main camp and also Hickey's camp. Uh, who And they grabbed Good Sir, which made me feel really uneasy as soon as I found that out. I'm like, oh, God. Poor yeah. Good Sir. Being stuck with them. That is, that is not a good thing. Uh, but so but they realise the monster's kind of like tracking them. And Blanky's like, you know what? I'm going to lure it out to the to the shore and see, see what I can do. And cover he, me in forks. Yeah, he basically gets rope and covers himself in forks so that when the monster's going to eat him, he'll stab himself silly on forks. <laughs> it's the the hedgehog group. <laughs> See if you told me like before this episode that was going to be a plan, I would have said, "Don't be ridiculous. It's not a cartoon." But they went for it. You see him all sat there covered in forks. <laughs> Uh, I also love that he found the Northwest Northwest Passage. He's like, oh, there it is. Typical. And he wrote it on his map, but all I could think was, yeah, but if anyone finds that map, they're going to be there anyway. (laughs) It could blow. (laughs) It could be a wind that could, you know, whip it across. (laughs) To where? Anywhere. Somewhere else. Somewhere where someone can find it that's not there. In the water where it's just going to get torn to shreds by various rocks and fish. Oh, look, it might get blown the other direction. <laughs> I'm not saying it's useful. I'm saying that it'll go. It could be somewhere else. I'm just saying you, your, your confidence that a piece of paper can survive the journey that would have to be made to actually hit any any group of civilization is. Look, I'm saying my, I, I have confidence me. that that a piece of paper will be blown a million miles on the wind. I've seen it far too many times. A million miles. You've tracked yeah, a piece yeah, of paper yeah, over a million miles. You know it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Uh, so, all right, let's, let's talk about cannibals then. That's, I think that's the <laughs> that's the big thing of the episode, I right? mean, sure, jump right in. Yeah. We see we see Hickey, and he sort of ropes the, you know, one of the lieutenants who's kind of like been stranded into his group, and they're, they're wanting food, and they've clearly ate the dog. Well, that's clearly already happened. And mm-hmm. he keeps justifying it, and basically, the like you know one of them sick, uh, specifically the one that the the Hickey had a relationship with, and he is, is sick. And Good Sir is like sort of analysing him, and he's like, "Hey, like, it, you know, this Nothing is not good. Happen. Yeah, he's going to die." And Hickey's like, "Well, it'd be good to like you know help tomorrow, carry things, and you know be useful." He's like, "No, I'd be shocked if he was," and then. As like good sir still with them, you just see Hickey go to another tent and come out with a knife, and you know exactly where this is going. Well, he's dead weight now, so time to no kill point, him. Yeah, and he kills him right there. And good sir, of course, is shocked and appalled, and he tries to like pull him off, but it's it's, it's you know it's futile. And you know ultimately, it's very clear what he what, what Hickey wants to do with him. He wants to eat him. He's like, okay, this is something we can all eat. Here's he's a man and. 
uh, or he comes to good story, he's like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, why do you need me to do it? You, you, you've, you know. Yeah, you, you, you killed him, you butcher him. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but we don't know which parts are safe to eat and so on. He's like, yeah, I'm sure you do, Hickey. I'm sure you I, do. I love he goes, no, no, no. I recognise your accent now that it's slipped. You're poor. Your your family did whatever they had to do. You know, you they'd use every bit of meat on a, on an animal. You know exactly mm. what's good to use. Yeah, and of course he ends up threatening the lieutenant to make him do it. So like, I'm going to I'm going to stab him if you don't. This is mm. basically it. And he eventually just agrees to do it. And he looks so soul destroyed. And there's some time passing here as well because like good sir's got a full beard now. It's not just the uh, what he had before the mutton chops. No, it's true. It, which is interesting because we don't really. Current from I don't remember a, a timestamp coming up. I don't think so. I, I think they just showed it in the, you know, in the facial hair. Yeah, and, uh, but I thought it know. was interesting because most of the time we have had it gone. Okay, this many months, or at least tell us what month we're in. Yeah. This didn't, but it like I say, it, it shows us that time has passed. But it's a very different approach to what it's been doing, though. I wonder if it wants it to be more murky, because we know that uh, Sir John's wife is sending out a, a rescue party. Yeah, speaking of, uh-huh. I, I'm really not feeling the, the stuff back at home. Well, luckily for you, there's only two scenes of it. In... There, there is, but it feels so distracting, mm. I guess. Like, you know, like I'm in with, with, with all these people, that it's so bleak. There's so much desperation. And then I'm seeing them back at home debating and going, oh, yeah, let's send some out. Oh, yeah, all this stuff. I'm like, it just it's not jiving for me. Hmm. That's fair. That's fair. And then you see at the end, of course, harkens back to when Sir John's wife said she went out in her bare feet in the snow to see how it felt. Yeah. Uh, uh, Francis is, you know, braid to be multiple times. Or that's not even true because she always said no. But you know what I meant. Yes. <laughs> uh, we see her do the same thing where she goes out in the snow and puts her bare feet in the on the snow to see how it feels and that's the thing i get it i understand in context because okay this was this was set up as a thing that you know we, we mm-hmm. have talked about before but i don't know how much it's adding to the episode i don't know how much it's accomplishing for me just being with the the, the group of men and, and being left in the dark as to what's happening at home i think is more effective because they don't know it feels weird to have this knowledge that they don't that's well, it depends because I feel like it was more if it was more fifty fifty, that'd be an invalid complaint because clearly half of the show would be okay. The fear over where they are from from the whole right, but it's because there's you yeah. know there's a scene every two or three episodes. You know, we get a couple, of, we get a little bit here. A little it's not bit been there. a lot. There, there was a obviously there was a couple of the flashbacks early on, but that had our men in it because they were flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of what there's been of like without them, but back at home, it's only been two episodes. It's this one and then one like three or four ago where we saw the one right. scene of our begging for a search party. Right. So it, to me, because there's so little, I feel like it's it's just taking away from from the, the the horror of what's going on. Like their blind hope that no, someone is coming for us. That works way better for me without actually seeing them sending someone. Hmm. Yeah, no, maybe. Uh, I, I, it doesn't bother me as much as you, but I see why you're saying it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's you know it's a couple of scenes here or there. It's not the end of the world, but I don't know. I, I don't like them. But anyway, you bet there's not a tangent there because uh, b- back to good sir, uh, who does cut up the body, brings them out to the cook, but does not join them to actually eat them. We we see them all eating various bits of uh, of meat. Uh, I'll be honest, it didn't look as cooked as I thought. Like, I feel like human meat cook it. <laughs> 
Some of it looked very rotty me. <laughs> like, you're just making it harder yourself. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Interesting, though, is that all of them, even though they all agreed to do this, and they're all kind of wanting it because they, well, they need to eat, they're hungry, but they all, they're kind of like, you know, they're, they're eating it, but they're not, like, they're, they're very hesitant. They're very like, okay, this is like, you know, I feel icky yeah. for doing this. But that's it, you've got one now. But it gets to hickey is the point I'm making though is it goes through each of them and they're all like, kind of struggling and it's all very kind of uncomfortable it gets to Hickey and he looks like he's just chomping on a bit of steak he's he's happy yep yep so I, it, in, in some ways I can understand it not not that he made good sir do it but the fact that okay this man is dead right let's let's eat him I can I can I can understand that in the situation the point, though, is they didn't wait for him to die. He just stabbed them there and then. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. And, and even that, I can kind of get, I can kind of justify in a, in, a, in a roundabout way. I can be like, okay, you haven't got enough men to drag him and carry him. He's not going to survive. Maybe it's a mercy just to kill him rather than leave him to freeze, right? I can kind, you can kind of talk it into it. It's when he just won't do it himself, though. That's the line. Where he's like, no, good sir, you have to do it. You have to cut this up. Where he he won't take it into his own. He's not willing to to cut him up himself. That's the point where it becomes inexcusable. I think. Nah. Like, there's so many jokes I can make about you looking like Hickey and having the same moral code as Hickey, but I'm just saying it, there's a there's survival to to be considered. I can understand. I'm not saying he made the right choice. I'm saying I can understand why someone would think these things. Uh huh. It's uh-huh. when it, but it's when he's not willing to follow through on it that it actually loses it. It's when he's he's willing to kill the man, but he's not willing to butcher him, and he's he's, he's making other people complicit in what he's doing. That's, well, that's where that, it becomes. Well, that's released. always been his thing: is making other people yeah. complicit in whatever he's doing. He, it he is, got yeah. he had other people involved with the you know getting Lady Silence. We got them lashed. He yeah. he's had all these other people involved in this. Um, he he talks them into it so that they're also at, at fault, so that it's not just him taking the blame later on. Yeah, it's exactly. a way of spreading it out a little bit. Um, so also, I like I like that Francis knows that Good Sir would never have went willingly. He's like, nah, there's, there's no way he chose to go with that group. Yeah, um, he's not even that vindictive. He's like, even the other men who did chose, they went, they chose out of fear. So all the supplies we can't carry with us as we walk. We'll leave them in a pile. We won't damage them. We won't destroy them. We'll leave them and we'll let them know that no, we left them there to be found. Should the, yeah, the good, an offering. Yes, the good members of his party should they see this, they 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 cannot mistake this that this was kindness. So, uh, so that's very interesting. And of course, it all kind of boils up because they're they're debating like we've seen war, right? It looks like the ice is starting to break. We, you know, it's actually much easier to go back to the ship and try and sail through now, perhaps. And it's uh, Solomon who's like trying to like convince him of this, and Hickey goes and stands on a rock and <laughs> thinks about it some. But he says, "Oh, did you get like the message through to someone?" I'm like, "Oh God, they've got a mole in the main camp. Oh no, this is bad." And sure enough, we we get to this point where Francis is lured out to to you know to the shore, and they ambush them, and they actually shoot one of them. I think it's Little who goes down, and. Yeah. Francis, of course, being noble, he is like, hey, I'll go with you, but you let my men go. Right? They, 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 they go back to their camp. So that's kind of the big cliffhanger of the episode. For but they them. have to leave all their guns. They have to leave all their guns. Uh, I presume more men at the main camp have guns, though. It's not like they're going to be screwed. I'd assume so. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, so that, that's kind of the cliffhanger for the episode in terms of the main men is that you know Hickey's group has now kidnapped Francis. Yes. For purposes that and, that, and that's how we leave going into the last episode. Yes, yeah, uh, and of course we we glossed over a lot of stuff from Francis's side. Um, obviously, he has a really touching scene uh, with uh, Fitzjames, who dies because he he's gets sick over the course of the episode, and then he's flat out sick. He's lying in the boat as they're dragging him, and uh, it's it's really touching. And you know, he, he, the you know the burner boys when they leave at the back, and then the you know, the, the bury the ones that die on the way. There's a whole thing. There's a, all, all all the death. There's just death, death, death all over the place. And it's I, it's it's the moment that he has with Blanky following yeah. up on this but that's the one that really because Blanky's like hey I'll do this I'll lure him out he's like oh that's that's surefire death what are you doing and then he pulls up his, his you know his, his trouser leg and you see that he's he's infected his leg his stump he's like yeah you have to cut a lot higher this time yeah uh, and, and Francis is just appalled like, why didn't you say so it's so desperate it's like no I've already buried one friend today why, why are you doing this to me now yeah but he makes him laugh with his fork plan which is why I thought it was just a joke. I didn't think he was actually. Going to I know, and then that. he's actually. Joe, you know I think it is just a joke. I don't think they actually intend for it to work. I think it's just him going. Let's do the joke. Let's, yeah. let's go with the forks. We don't need him. Because obviously, the very last scene is that he turns around and says, "Oh, it took you so long." As the monsters coming towards him. Yeah. So yeah, this is the thing, and I, I had fun with uh, with that stuff, and it was it was quite touching having Francis be really kind to, to Fitzjames and um, them joking about how his his story. T- would take too long to tell. So, oh, you can tell that bloody story that you always like to tell. Because remember, back in the episode one, he was complaining that Fish James always told this story that yeah. lasted like 30 minutes. And he, he looked bored during it, if you remember that scene. This was a callback to that, where he's like, hey, you can tell that stupid story that you like to tell. Um, and, and so on. So there was some good stuff with there. Um, and then the other stuff that I, I really liked is uh, the other Doctor figure who's been helping out. He's the one that's left by the main camp. He like you know is like distraught after Fitzjames goes down after like other people you know not surviving. He like he just walks out into the the rocks and sort of lies down. Uh, he's you know he's, he's lost. He doesn't really know what he's doing. This is okay. He he doesn't really have any training. He's got a basic knowledge. Yeah, he's he's broken. I mean, I mean everyone they're all broken to various degrees. Yeah. That's, that's, we're at this point now where everyone's just kind of in this really delirious, depressed state. Oh, you can blame them <laughs> because hey because ah, they're pretty hungry for a start and cold yeah but and, Fra- you know, I, I know i get very annoyed when i'm hungry and cold but, Fra- but francis you know he still has this hope he's still we're still going to like some of us are still going to live we're still going to do this um and when you know some one of them dies he's like no you did very well you did very well son uh mm. you got as far as you did this this is don't, don't, don't ever like look down on this or feel bad as you go out like uh, so that's no, very touching. They, they really sell Francis as being like a, a really heartfelt captain. In this very episode. compassionate. Yeah, uh, it's very good stuff. Uh, we should mention, of course, the scene with Lady Silence. Uh, she had her yeah. own scene with uh, with another person, and basically talking about how their part of land is dried up because of all the men that are traipsing around. They've scared away all the animals, and because of that, there's no game. There's only what's left in the sea. Yeah, so, the fish. So he's not very happy, but he he brings up the the, the monsters like how it's tied to you because of the ritual, and we're sending out for a, a shaman to to sort of get things back in line. But but, still... but he points out it's like does even even when they're here, the it, it's still your responsibility, and it will be for the rest of her life. Yep, yep. So no, we're really setting that stuff up. It's interesting because the monster's been kind of a non-factor 
uh, for the, most of the back half of the season, I'd say. I mean, obviously, the last episode ended with like a giant attack where he ripped apart like twenty people. But still, <laughs> I'm saying before right, that, but that was, you know, the 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 shock of it was part of that. It's been it's been so long without it that the yeah. the, the impact of it is is much harder. Absolutely. So, no, really, really depressing episode in, in that sense. Even if there is moments of hope with Francis and there's you know blanking those scenes, but there's this touching camaraderie where okay, if we're all going to go out, we're going to go out with some sense of honor. Uh, and that's the thing. Good Sir really wants to have honor as he goes as well, but Hickey's stealing it from him. Hickey's actually taking it away from him. Yeah, uh, and that's kind yeah. of the really sad part about his story. Yeah, and that's it. We got one left, and we've got you know, Good Sir Hickey and, and Francis all in the same place for the showdown, essentially. Yeah, yeah, all all their most prominent characters. So very interesting to see uh, how this goes, how it ends, uh, what mm. happens with the monster. Does the monster die in the last episode? I could see it happening. Maybe, but I feel like that's too easy. I th- I feel like it it probably shouldn't die. I like, I, I don't feel like they've it they haven't really like a... earned a victory over it though, have they? They've just tried to run and survive. I don't think it necessarily will be a victory though. I mean, maybe like a sort of dying victory. Like, okay, at least we took that bastard out as well. But it it, it just it feels like a climatic thing to do is have the monster finally go down in the last episode. It does, but again, it depends what the monsters you know, represent. In in the sense that for for the the Eskimo people, that it's you know it's part of their culture, and you know they're saying, oh, all these men are trespassing and you're know, ruining it for us. You know, maybe we should almost be on the monster's side. It's like, no, you you want them to have their land back, right? Essentially. So you know, the the monster's just trying to. It's it's territorial. It's 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 protecting. It's just trying to get them out of the out of there so that. The, the the game mm. can return. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, but no. Uh, so I, I think the show really... I, th- I think it really had its stride in the back half. Yeah. I, I think it got a lot more interesting once we really got them to this desperate state. Like, it was really interesting at the start where everything has been set up. And it was, it was good after that. It was good when they were sort of stuck in the two ships. But I, I think, um, you know... Hickey like killing the guy at the end of episode seven, like and since then, like, that this has really been the these last three episodes have really been like really 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 good. So, yeah. uh, so no full, full points. Uh, but no, that, that is episode nine of the terror. So we'll be back next week with the finale, and we'll see how it all wraps up. But uh, that is that is us. So thank you once again. Uh, if you want to let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below, like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailedfuzztv. You can do that over there. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? <laughs>